talking to me. I lost all my money in the cockroach races. It's greed. He's basically a greedy think. All we need is a way to sink that think. Sometimes you can be very amusing. And then there's now. Ah, sorry. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me again is my pal, Simon. A gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 9, Change Day. It's the 131st episode overall, directed by Don Weiss, written by Lawrence Marks, originally aired on November 8th, 1977, and the production code is Y113. 4077 MASH, Corporal Klinger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Headquarters, Colonel Abrams. Hi, Mike. What's the poop? Tomorrow, huh? What? Yeah, sure. Perimeter roadblocks. MPs will oversee it. Okay, we'll cooperate. Adios. All right, General Gung-Ho. We got a job. Headquarters is going to issue new military money. We're exchanging scrip again, sir? Got to. Only way to cross up the counterfeiters and the black marketeers. Therefore, this base will be closed to all traffic, in or out, starting 1,600 hours tomorrow. No exceptions. Comprendi? CC, sir. And I also have the plot summary. Klinger says he grew up over the weekend and is wearing his army uniform. Potter is tickled, which I thought was fantastic. He cannot wait to laugh over the latest Lebanese lunacy until Potter gets a letter that pertains to West Point. Colonel Mike Abrams at HQ announces Army script change from blue to red, which takes place the following day. The 4077th will be on lockdown at 1600 hours while script exchange takes place. An MP named Boone is in post-op. His friend, Sergeant Maxwell, thanks Hawkeye and BJ for saving his friend's life. Maxwell offers to do them a favor any time. When Boone's $400 script goes missing, Father Mulcahy's outrage and blasts camp from his PA pulpit. With a bit of luck and a lot of help from friends, the zany surgeons enact their own take on scripture and give a brief demonstration of what the Lord will giveth and what the Lord will taketh away. Mr. Kim, I have an idea that will mean much more money than that for both of us. I have a proposition. Thirty-three bucks. Mr. Kim, listen. Tomorrow, the army is calling in old script. Oh, yeah, red for blue. That news all over town. That script is meant only for military personnel. It's not meant for your people. However, I'm prepared to overlook that. In fact, I'm prepared to help them. What kind of help? Tomorrow, Mr. Kim, we buy up from your people all the old script before the deadline. But not quite at face value. How much? Not quite. Ten cents on the dollar. Savvy? I savvy. Ninety percent profit for you. Two percent of that is for you, Mr. Kim. Oh, you big sport. Thirty bucks. Mr. Kim, I need your help. Why you do this? You loaded American. 
Buy tailor-made clothes. Please, 29 bucks. Mr. Kim, it's not the money. It's the hunt. It's the challenge of sending the spore of opportunity and tracking it down. Besides, we're merely acting as business agents for your people. They're not allowed on the base. After tomorrow, the old script is worthless. We're doing them a big favor. Mr. Kim, honest man. No can make phony baloney with my people. Please, $28. Mr. Kim, it is either a check now that may take the rest of the war to clear, or cash tomorrow if you help with my little plan. What time we leave tomorrow? And uh, guest stars with these zany surgeons, uh, <laughs> Philip Ahn returns as Mr. Kim. And we have John Hamer as the, yes, I much agree with Simon's uh, comment here. <laughs> He's back as the grouchy Sergeant Zelmo Zell. And Tom Deaver plays Corporal Boone. Tom's last acting role was in Falcon Crest. And then we have Glenn Ash who plays Sergeant Maxwell. Glenn's last role was in Blindsided. And Peter Piget returns as Colonel Igor Stramitsky. Oh, hi, Colonel. Hello, Colonel. You'll never believe what I'm going to tell you. Then why listen? Where were we? <laughs> Pierce, sometimes you can be very amusing. And then there's now. Ah, sorry. I have an order from headquarters to give an entrance examination to West Point. Ooh. To, are you ready for this? Corporal Max Klinger. You're right, I don't believe it. West Point? That's impossible. God works in mysterious ways, but... This is a corker. By special messenger yet. Obviously, some Toledo politician has gone wacko. Ah, how time flies. One day, our little brown-eyed girl is running around in a big floppy hat and a beard, and the next day, she's off to West Point. He did it. That brilliant screwball finally did it. He's getting out of the service by joining the Army. To think that loony bird will be attending the same school that produced MacArthur and my Donald makes me want to wrench. Yeah, how could Klinger pick a place like that? All right, take it back. I take it back. So why don't we go ahead and discuss this episode? You want to start us off, Meds? Okay, yeah. Um, I, I've wrote here Charles the Wag. What a wag he is on this episode. <laughs> Look at him trying to get as much money as he can. I quite like this episode, actually. And I like the fact it's Charles who's, you know, going out of his way to make himself a bit of money. When He's ironic considering how much money he actually yes, has at that's home. the thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, people with money want more money. People with that's money true. That's why they it. have money. So, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, I quite like that. Uh, I actually don't mind Klinger's uh, antics on this one, especially as it comes up and bites him on the backside, the fact that he can't answer any of the questions for the exam. <laughs> um, and once again, I've got, I've got Zale again. What an arse. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I like Father Mulcahy's rant. That's always good to see William Christopher get his, uh, get his chops out and have a good oh, old screaming you, session. You know I loved it, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hawkeye, I heard about the $400, and I am shocked. Father, you'll get it back. Well, I know he will, but I'm appalled at this venal breach of one of God's commandments. I'm going to broadcast an appeal to the conscience of the thief. Just in case, tell him there's a $5 reward in the form. <clears throat> Attention, all personnel. Well, uh, not all personnel. This is Father Mulcahy addressing the one personnel who stole the money entrusted to Captain Pierce. You may think you've reaped a profit by this act. But as ye sow, so shall ye reap. Robbery itself is a sin, but robbery of your comrades in arms is an abomination before the Lord 
and a really dirty trick. That should do it, Father. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, O ye generation of vipers. I think that did it. And he who blasphemeth against the Holy Spirit, better that man had never been born. We're a little late, so good night, folks. Uh, yes. Well, uh, bless one and all. Uh, how'd I do? Father, if that guy doesn't return the 400, he's dead. And I love the fact that it's, you know, there's a nice little payoff. I don't particularly like the fact that the, the patient actually believes that Hawkeye would steal his money. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I suppose he's just, that's frustration coming over. And it's good that the, the payoff's coming a mile off and you can see where they're going to get the money back. Everything okay, Doc? Oh, yeah, yeah, everything's good. Very uh, good. Well, no, not so good. Uh, uh, actually, it stinks. Boone, somebody stole your money. What? It was a fight in the mess tent. I turned my back for two seconds and the bag was gone. You telling me I'm out 400? No, you're fine. I'm out 400. I'll wire my father and I'll have it for you in a couple of days. Oh, sure. They're shipping me out tomorrow. I'll send it to you. Yeah. And you'll go out of your way to get it to me, right? That's right, yes. Doc, don't try to con an MP. I've seen scams like this before and from higher ranking officers than you. I went flat on my back, you'd be flat on yours. Boone, I give you my word. Oh, get out of here, phony. You know, there's no surprises in this episode at all. It's not a tactical <laughs> episode. Uh, but it is a fun episode, and it's fun just to see Charles running all over the place and coming back all sweaty, and then obviously only getting his $40 at the end. Yeah. Um, I, I gave it an 8 out of 10, actually. And, uh, nice. Yeah, I, it's... it's it's fun, and I do remember this episode. And I, I think I always remember it because I thought I was quite fascinated by the fact that they changed the colour of the money to stop any kind of uh, forgery going on. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know they did that, but it did, that's some actually that did stick in my head. So, yeah. no, I, I like this episode. It's a fun episode. Yeah, I'm with you. I give it 8 out of 10. And this is an episode that I remember watching um, yeah. as a, to the previous one. But, no, this one, I actually, it's one that I've seen many times. It's one I can watch over and over again. It's just fun to watch. But uh, I, I wrote down, I think it's sad that someone actually steal the money from camp. Yeah. Because you think there would be a camaraderie, you know, of, a, of these people who are stuck here and they are all doing a job and they have to do it. They can't go anywhere. You think there would be this camaraderie and I can't imagine someone stealing from somebody else. No, no, I, I, you know, you don't agree with me, but I suppose there's, I mean, there's obviously other people there who are guests there. But I suppose, of course. I suppose it just goes to show that, unfortunately, the temptation is there. We've all done it where you've been at a table and someone's left a donut there and you swipe yeah. it and eat it up and then they come <laughs> in to get, hey, who's had my donut? And you're sitting there trying not to talk because you're mouthful. Um, temptation's <laughs> a, a terrible thing. Um, and I suppose, yeah. you know, yeah. they could have lost it at poker and they need to pay money back and, and all that. No, but, it's uh, true. You know, it's, it's just, it's still, you know, I mean, it's still. I always imagine these people as this really tight knit group of friends. Yeah, it's and probably, obviously, it's probably from the uh, the the second bash unit, though. That that's right, the, the one that we don't see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I agree. I loved. You know, I'm a Father Mulcahy fan. So when yeah. he went ballistic, he went ballistic, and it was fantastic. Uh, I love that he, you know, he was on track for a minute, and then he'd go off track, and then he got really righteous, and then he'd go, it was just, it was so well performed and delivered, and Hawkeye's reaction to it was amazing. That whole scene was probably my favorite scene of the episode. Um, you know, and then, of course, uh, I have something in here that says, Klinger scene with Winchester. You know, because Klinger's in his full outfit, you know, yeah. the... And he's stopping uh, Winchester from getting in. But we just saw him previously taking the test. 
with oh, right. yeah. DJ and the and that's fine because you know obviously time he probably failed the test so then he went and on to duty, but he's on he's in duty and he's like you know I'm going to be doing this. It was still like the clinger of I'm going to get into West Point. Not the yeah, clinger. I he, just failed the test. He was half not dressed the, as well when he's doing the test. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was still gung ho. Like yeah. this, you know. So to me, that scene it felt it was very out of place. Yeah. How could he be there at that moment? To, you know, I mean, I know they why they did it for the whole payoff for the the gag of Winchester getting screwed out of his money. Yeah. Which is which is great because he screwed those people. Um. Uh. Yeah, and I agree. I it. it it bummed me out that the patient thought that Hawkeye would actually steal the money. You know, I mean, he's the doctor who saved his life. So why would he take money? But I really like the ending. I love the fact that the money was returned, you yeah. know, and then Father McKay, he gets a puffed chest. And he's like, I'm going to do this all the time. You know, the PA pulpit. Um, and then Hawkeye puts him in his place and all is well. But uh, the fact that Father McKay, he got, you know, gets to keep the extra 400 yeah, so the orphanage. The, the orphanage benefits from this whole thing from Winchester, thanks to Winchester. Yeah. You know, it, it still annoyed me that Winchester would do this to the locals because in in later episodes we see him actually, you know, when he's giving the candy bars. Oh, that's my favorite episode. Yeah, and he gets upset because they sell them. Yeah. Um, so I, I know he has a good heart. So maybe it's just because he's new to the camp, and it, you know. Or they're still fleshing out his character. I don't know. Something always irked me a little bit because he did this. But I think again, it's just an it's just an opportunity, isn't it? I think yeah. he's probably probably so used to in in with the financial times that he reads that a business opportunity is a business opportunity. It's true. No, mm. you're right. I mean, he is, and he he has that mindset. So I mean, I can understand him doing it. But I'm glad he gets screwed out at the end. So yeah, all's well that ends well. Ends well, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely a, a, a good episode. Corporal Klinger, sir. Ready to take the West Point exam. All right, Klinger. Sit right there. Yes, sir. Ready, sit. <clears throat> Ready, sir. This examination will consist of several parts, covering general intelligence, math, history, geography, world politics, the role of the military in national development, and the law. I'm kind of weak on law. But very strong on getting around it. You have three hours to complete the questions. BJ and I will be proctoring you. I already had my physical, sir. <clears throat> All set? Oh, yes, sir. <clears throat> okay. Go, and good luck. Mary's mother sent her to the store to get nine large cans of beans. Mary could only carry two cans at a time. How many trips to the store did Mary have to make? Sir, do I get time for coffee breaks? Negative. You have three hours. It'll take most of that to answer this question. What kind of a family would only feed their children beans? All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. I will start us off. Accounting for inflation, $400 in 2015 would be approximately $3,500. Wow. So it's a good chunk of change. It is, yeah. Uh, Philip Ahn is one of the few Korean actors who play Korean characters in MASH. The other Asian actors who play Koreans are usually Japanese or Chinese. Hmm. And, of course, Gary Burkhoff is not in this episode. Um, we have a fun fact here. Uh, is the 4077th a real MASH unit? Although there were seven mobile army surgical hospitals operating during the Korean War, the 4077th is fictional. 
Hooker, the author of the novel MASH, served in the 8055th MASH and the other MASH, actual MASH units were the 8054th, 8063rd, 8076th, 8209, 8225, and 8228. Yeah, I thought that was cool. When I yeah. came across that little tidbit, I'm like, ah. Oh. It's so funny that he chose 4077th when it, they're all 80-something. Yeah, weird. You know, yeah. So, And actually, the 8055th, isn't that like their counterpart? I think it is. Yeah. They're, they're always this, like their rival. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I thought was a really cool thing. You can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And we have a website and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geekyfanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, cool. I think that is going to do it for this episode. Again, I think this was a memorable episode. Just a lot of fun, lots of fun moments, and some good character building moments. So I liked it. All right, well, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. $350, $375, $400 $350, $375, in brand new script, hot off the press. Boy, I never expected to see this again, or you. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry for what I said, Doc. I don't blame you. It's probably my shifty eyes and the white mask I wear. Hawkeye! The money! It was returned! Somebody left the money in my tent, and in brand new script. My speech worked! It certainly did, Father. Look at this. Another 400 from another thief. My... Two atonements with one speech. Why don't you keep this, Father? Take the orphans out for dinner and a show. Oh, I thank you, Hawkeye. My goodness, it was effective, wasn't it? Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Oh, ye generation of vipers. There goes a sweet, lovable ham. Hawkeye? 
Perhaps I could broadcast every Sunday. Yes, a commandment a week. I wonder if thou shouldst. Well, it was just a thought. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So, if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Uh, yeah, all, 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 all ends. What am I trying to say? All. All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. I will start us off. Account. <clears throat> Accounting for inflation, that $400 that was in that episode in... Mm, I'm a, oh, don't wing it, Kenny. Just read what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs>